Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Couple XY podcast. I'm Rosie. And I'm Brian. And this is the podcast where we burp into microphones. Not on air. Just not off, on air. Not off air. <laughs> just before we came on, yes. I had this epic burp, and I just went right into the microphone. And I and had my, ed- my headphones on, and it just, it was like epic. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and we burp because we drink. We burp because we drink. And we drink and we think we know stuff. We really don't, but yeah, people listen. Some. Some people listen, yeah. And if you are listening, please like and share. Share this with a friend. Yes, share with a friend or two or, or three. Like us on Facebook. Yes. At couplexypodcast.com. Send that link. No, we don't have couplexypodcast.com. Oh. We have a Facebook page called Couple XY Podcast, and we have a Gmail account where you can message us, where you can email us at couplexypodcast at gmail.com. So if you like our Facebook page, send it to all your friends and be like, hey, you people should like this too because I like it. <laughs> yes, yes. And if we do that, if we all just get out there and like this stuff, it'd be awesome. Yes. How was your week? Week was good. Um, had my... Uh, my little uh, graphic design interns, they came in on Wednesday, and I got to show them around, and uh, we took them out to lunch, and it was really nice. Um, it's really it's really cool to uh, be mentoring young minds. Are you shaping <laughs> and molding them? I feel like I'm shaping and molding them, yes. In, a, in, a, in an appropriate way? Yes. Okay. Be weird about it. Hey, man, I'm just saying, like in Tennessee, we can't have drag queens... Reading to kids anymore, because that's reading to kids. Yeah, that's inappropriate. <laughs> you do like the the drag queen books club. That oh, is that what it's about? Yeah, you, I thought it was just. It, I didn't know it, it stemmed from a drag queen book club. Yeah, like at libraries across the U.S. and I don't even and there's probably actually none in Tennessee, by the way, that do this. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, but there are certain like libraries in the U.S. where drag queen queens come and read to the kids. That's cute. And, like, because, I don't know, people think that drag queens will teach their kids too much about sex. They'd rather put them in the Boy Scouts. Oh. 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 That makes me feel weird (laughs) and bad. Oh. So instead of having... That was was good, but that was horrible. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. Um, so yeah, we that that's happening. That's a thing, and so are many other things happening right now. Um, but but eh, who cares? We're not going to talk about things that. Things happen, you know. I have a segue. Things happen, <laughs> and we all get all spin out of shape about it and stressed about it. Um, but then we try to find ways to relax. And on Saturday, we relaxed by getting a couple's massage, which was your first ever professional massage, right? No, no I've had another couple's massage. You lied to me. Did you specifically ask? Yes. I don't think I've told you this. It was on my honeymoon. Oh, okay. It was like recent. Okay. Never mind. Okay. You didn't tell me that. Okay. I thought this was your first couple's massage. I thought I was like doing a first. You were you. taking my virginity? Yeah. It was. I thought it was going to be. This yeah. was the first time I've ever been massaged naked. Oh, okay. So you didn't get naked on your honeymoon? No, they like had us remain in our underwear. They, like, specifically said, don't take your underwear off? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. And 
Okay. These people are like, yeah, get nude, don't get nude, we don't care. Yeah, they didn't, there was no, there were no specific instructions. But yeah, like I always, when I get massage permission. Oh, there are no, they, she literally told me, you can leave on your underwear or take them off. Oh, yeah, she, uh, I guess she sent, she knew that this was like, you were kind of a novice massage getter. And the way I was speaking to my masseuse, he probably realized, oh, she's done this before. I don't have to tell her all the things. So oh. he didn't tell me anything. Oh, well, he, she just asked me, like, stuff. Like, and I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> You're a professional. Just Any problem areas? No. Okay. Well, I couldn't list all my problem areas. List a problem area. Uh, they really didn't do anything on my thighs. So that would be the only place that I could say that, like, Thighs and hamstrings from CrossFit would have been. Yeah, then you should have said that. Oh. She would have paid extra attention. She would have needed that all that stress out of you, baby. It's not really stress. It's just anyway. And then like so we relaxed, and then there's and then we had st- we had stress today. We did. Do you want to talk about it? I mean, we we can. Um, basically, I have a teenage daughter, and as a lot of teenage daughters are to do, and mothers, they don't they're they're not getting along very well right now. So, um, I had to go and sit with... Mediate. Sit and mediate between the two for, for a couple hours, about an hour and a half, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a while. And uh, let everyone get their feelings out without, like, um, anybody feeling like they couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, 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 there was good turnout, and I'm, I'm happy I did it. Um, it's important in co-parenting to do these kinds of things. Although I will tell you that, like this is the far, this is the longest conversation me and my ex wife have had in over ten years, mm-hmm. um, because this is the first time I think she's ever gotten to the point where she was willing to let me co parent with her. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Today was good. I think today was a healthy step. Mm-hmm. But it was very stressful. There yes. was a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I didn't like. I just sat in the truck. <laughs> yeah, waiting yeah. For, on you to be waiting now to be done. Um, uh, so yeah, um, today we're going to talk about stress. Stress. Uh, yeah. This was originally supposed to be relaxation. Yeah, we were originally supposed to talk about. I don't know what you wanted to talk about exactly for, as far as relaxation goes, or like ways that we do relax, or like uh, I was just like the differences relax. in how we relax, because like the way you re- what, what is relaxing to you is stressful to me. I will title this stress and relaxation. Okay. Will, yes, we will talk about both. But like, like, okay, so like the act of yoga to uh-huh. you is very relaxing. Yes. To me, it is more stressful than CrossFit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, CrossFit's extremely stressful for me. Uh, yoga um, is. Because you're not bendy. But it's not only that. It's just like the, the, the aspect of it that I don't like is like there's no – the preciseness of it and the lack of, of movement. The lack of movement. Like, your movement is different. What do you mean? It's so controlled. Okay. Not explosive and fast and hard and, like, right. intense. So, I lose myself in the intensity of CrossFit, but not but the lack of intensity in, of yoga makes me stressful. Like okay. it's an intense in a different way. Yeah, it is. It's it's isometrics. It's um, it's yeah. You are you are basically controlling your body mm-hmm. and putting your body in these stressful positions, 
and telling your body that it's okay, and you re- you release a lot of a lot of tension um, with all these different positions. So, yeah, I think if you keep doing it, it might be your source of relaxation. I, I don't think it is. It's just not who I am. Like what we what we view as relaxing is very different. You and I. Okay. Like what? I I view hunting as relaxing. Oh yeah. Um, fishing is a relaxing exercise to me. I think me, fishing is relaxing. But we don't fish the same. What do you mean? Like, in your sense of fishing is probably I'm going to go throw a line in the water, I'm going to sit on the bank, I'm going to sunbathe, and hopefully something comes by and hits my bait. I want to go and track the fish. I want to be in a boat, running and gunning, casting constantly, and going. Oh, yeah, that's not, no. You see the difference in, like... Oh, God, are we going to hate fishing together? No. I'll fish with you as you would like to have would like to fish. Okay, because I just want to chill out and fish. Yeah, so so that was what I wanted to get at was like the the, the root of it was how differently relax we relax even how we hike is different. Yeah, like <laughs> I think we both find hiking relaxing, but not together. Right. I don't think, I don't know if if uh, relax, relaxing is the right word for hiking. For me, it's like, um, it's, it's challenging in a very, um, like, like, not neutral, but very, like, mild way. It's mildly challenging. So, therefore, it's kind of chill. Kind of, you, you can kind of chill. And then just, like, walk and, like, really, like, especially if you're doing it alone or if you if we're not talking, you kind of get into your own head and you kind of think about stuff. And uh, it's, like, it's, like, an accepted, there's a, there's a class, quote, a class that they make up called taking a walk and thinking about stuff where you go, like, you, you can clear your mind. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what hiking is for me. Um, well, that's what, like, hunting is for me, especially deer hunting. I feel like, yeah, I guess deer hunting, you're just waiting for something to, to appear. So you got, you have plenty of time to think. To some, to some extent, fishing's the same way for me. Mm-hmm. Um, CrossFit is, CrossFit is more of a, almost a blank slate in some sense. It's trying to get to the point where you, you have no feeling. Like you, you, <laughs> you want to go to like this dark place where it's like every like thing that could stop you and limit you <clears throat> goes away. And to me, that's relaxing. Okay. Being in that spot where like nothing can stop you. You know, you feel you feel like you're achieving more because you're working so hard. Okay. I just thought it was like a way to for you to like exhaust yourself to the point where you don't think about anything. In a sense, but like even like when you get to that point where you're really really tired and you see like you've seen that drained look in my eyes, you mm-hmm. know, where you ask me a question and I just look at you like I, I have <laughs> I have no ability to answer you right now. Right. <clears throat> I have a frog in my throat, guys. Excuse me. And then, like, to go further than that, you just go to a very dark place where you just decide, I'm going to accept this pain in my life. <laughs> and and yeah. a lot of my relaxation is that. It's like, I'm going to accept this pain in my life. My hunting is, I'm going to accept pain. Um, Steve Ranella uh, um, from Meat Eater had said it one time, and he said, uh, uh, being a good hunter is just the ability to endure discomfort better than other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, that's what makes 
like his, I think his brother had said it or something to him, but he was talking about it and he was like, it's just the ability to endure discomfort. CrossFit is the ability to endure discomfort. Deer hunting in public land on a, cli- on a climbing stand is, you know, um, the ability to endure discomfort. Um, same way with most all public hunting, like public land hunting. Like if you're duck hunting or whatever, you're going to be in a marsh. You're not going to be in a blind. It's not going to be comfortable. You're going to be uncomfortable. Uh, my fishing is uncomfortable. You want to be out there kind of pushing, you know, hard. Uh, my hiking is uncomfortable. Because I want to make objectives. I want to push my body and push myself. So the things that, that I find relaxing, a lot of people would find stressful. Yeah. So when we go fishing, here's how I fish and here's how I want us to fish. We find one good spot. We stay there. We fish. What if the fish aren't biting? We can move. <laughs> but, I mean, we're going to get out there early. So... And we, I mean, there's obviously, there, there's obviously good places to fish, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on what kind of fishing we're doing. But we'll, 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 just, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay. I mean, yeah, you still have to fix up the boat. and Yeah. There's a flat tire on the trailer and, yeah. You got to get a license and there's a lot of things you got to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but you did a lot of research on I stress. Did a, yes. I did a lot of research on. Uh, we just found a timer. Oh, no, I did a lot of research on stress in America specifically, and I found this whole... You went down a rabbit hole on this. I went down a big, fat rabbit hole for sure. Like, you missed a really good weekend of, like, just, like, being outside in beautiful <laughs> weather chasing this. Because it's been, in like, in the 70s in Louisiana this week. Yeah, it's been really nice. It's The, um, the humidity is very low, mm-hmm. and it's nice, and it's not going to last for very long. Um, but I sat outside on um, on, Friday. on Friday, and I read. Okay. Uh, so I got my I got my outside time. So what you what, what you got? So I found um, a study on the most and least stressed cities in the United States. Okay, that could be interesting. Yes. Um, so I want to go over that, and I um, the reason like I was doing research and I was like on Excel, um, trying I. I was inputting data on Excel and um, trying to find correlations between um, certain aspects of certain, what they call the, the four key dimensions, um, which was, um, let me just read it. So this was um, by WalletHub, this uh, study. So in order to determine the most and least stressed cities in America, WalletHub compared 102 cities, including the 150 most populated U.S. cities, plus at least two of the most populated cities in each state across four key dimensions, which is one, work, st- work stress, two, financial stress, three, family stress, and four, health and safety stress. So uh, Wallace and Gromit here um, have at least two cities from each state. Wallet hub. Okay. <laughs> have at least two cities from each state. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is the top 100, though? Top 182. Oh, 182. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I, I know like some states have – Lots of major cities like Texas has like four, uh, uh, I think three cities in the top ten. Um, I, I, I as don't, far as stress, no, no, no. It's like size wise, Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio are all massive cities. Mm-hmm. Um, I think California might have a couple also. Um, you have yeah. Let me look at the. Um, it's it's not a huge. There's deal. an interactive graph. Like, but um. So, 
but it, it's interesting, like, because, like, Louisiana, we have our biggest city is New Orleans, and we don't really have anything to, like, compare after that. If you look after, like, the, like, like a Vermont or Idaho or something like that, North or South Dakota, they don't have major, major cities that are, you know, kind of this, in the same league as Houston and Dallas. Yeah, the Louisiana cities that are ranked here are New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Shreveport. Okay. Um, and New Orleans, Baton Rouge would probably be our two largest. I believe so. Um, I'm, I'm not familiar with population size around here. Um, but yeah, so I took it a step further and I wanted to see if I could find a correlation between, um, other aspects of the different cities. Who's so Missouri is, by the way, just out of curiosity. Um, if can, you, so let me. Like, we don't have to go to each one. I was just wondering, cause you're from Missouri. I'm let from me Louisiana. just, ex- let me just explain the, the, met- the metric mm-hmm. or how they, um, so one, the overall ranking, so one is the most stressed. Okay. 182 is the least stressed. Okay. So um, in, <clears throat> in Missouri, they only, let's see, they did Kansas City, Springfield, and St. Louis. Springfield's y'all's state capital, right? No. Okay. Jefferson City? Yes. Okay. Which they didn't do Jefferson City at all. Um, we don't really talk about Jefferson City. <laughs> oh, it's like Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Bruno? Bruno. Oh, we don't, we talk, don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, that. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. Uh, I didn't get that movie, but okay. Uh, it wasn't my favorite either. All right, so let's uh, let's get into the meat of this. So, um, so yeah, let me start with, uh, I'll start with the Missouri cities and Louisiana cities since those are our two states. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to go through all the cities, right? No, we're not going to go through all the cities. Okay. Absolutely not. What, you, what no. are the matrix? I don't think you got through all of that. Um, but yeah, what I was saying uh, before is that I wanted to, I wanted to dive deeper, deeper. And along with, um, there's the study went into certain, um, aspects, uh, that might attribute to stress. Um, including average weekly, weekly working hours and job security, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I wanted to see if there was correlations between um, between stress level and, say, median household household income, average house price, the poverty rate, and the population. Okay. So that's what I was working on those graphs for. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. I don't think there's. I didn't find a correlation between all of them, but mm-hmm. there there are some that do have a correlation. Ah. Well, um, maybe if we can figure this out, we'll throw it all on our Facebook and like on the show notes. Yes, I'll uh, um, I'll take pictures of the graphs, and you guys can analyze your own data if, you, if your own analyze it yourself if you want to. Um, nerd out with us. Nerd out with us, please, because this is yeah, this is I. If I hadn't decided to be a graphic designer, I think I would have been a, da- a data analyst for something. Because mm. um, I just I, I'm not good at math, but I enjoy numbers. Like seven. <laughs> <laughs> I like the number seven. Like I'm not good at math. As long as I have a calculator, I'm okay. So like I, I enjoy doing our finances and I enjoy looking at data and, and, and analyzing data and um, I, like um, studying it. Um, so what was I saying? Okay. So you gave us all, you, what you had done, which was you took the, the initial key me- metrics and then you actually added some metrics to it to look at comparisons between like household income and poverty rates and these and whether these cities are happy or sad. 
Right. Okay. Um, so I'll just start with number one. I'll just start with the most stress and least stress city. Okay. So the most stress city uh, in the United States is Cleveland, Ohio. Way to go, Cleveland. Which was very much a surprise. Number two is Detroit, which is not a surprise because mm-hmm. we know how bad off Detroit is. Um, Cleveland, Ohio, I couldn't really find any specific reason why it's the most stressed. Like this um, is most stressed based off of the uh, uh, Dun & Price or whatever, like sir, uh, 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 Wallace & Gromit, Wallace. Wallet wait, Hub. Wallet Hub. Wallet, is Wallet Hub. This is based on the four key dimensions, work stress, financial stress, family stress, and health and safety stress. Okay, so um, based off of those four, Cleveland is the most stressed. Yes. But then you went a step further and looked at Cleveland in comparison to median household income, price of living? Um, uh, where is it? Okay. Uh, the, the four, the, uh, the additional four dimensions I went over were median household income, average housing, average home price, mm-hmm. poverty rate, and population. Okay. So for each for each city, mm-hmm. individual cities, not states. Okay, so like um, so when you looked at Cleveland and Cleveland by by Wallet Hub standard was um, was number one, and based off of the four metrics of just the stresses, why do you think it would be number one? Um, it has a very high divorce rate. Okay, at sixty percent. But that um, so that would go into what stress? Because you did financial stress. Um, that was one of, okay, let me just, we're getting all kerbobbled here. Let me just go through the, um, the, um, the different topics that they covered. Okay. Um, so we know that number one is Cleveland, Ohio. Number two is Detroit. The least stressed out city um, of all of of all of America is. Uh, let me scroll all the way down here to 182. All right, um, I'm you going to guess? go. I'm going to say that it is west of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm, correct. Okay. Um, what state do you think it's in? I would not be surprised if it was Colorado. Nope. Okay, so I'm wrong on Colorado. Um, Oregon? No. Hmm. You're warmer. Washington? No. It's not in California, huh? It's in California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Fremont, Fremont, California. Okay, Fremont, California, named after, named after, uh, Fremont, uh, what's his first name? The guy who basically started the war against (laughs) Mexico to get us California. Okay, cool. Good to know. I'm sure that's who it was named after. There was a Fremont guy. He also freed a bunch of slaves, and he wasn't supposed to. I'm tr- oh, okay. Well, he's, so he's good? Or he is interesting. An interesting man. Okay. Like, what he, more do you know about Mr. Fremont? Oh, wait, so he was the... Um, Lincoln, I think, appointed him governor of, like, maybe Tennessee or something like that during the Civil War, the, the military governor. And before the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed the slaves, he was just like, yeah, we're freeing these slaves. So um, he did that. But also in the same sense, during the Mexican-American War, um, he was kind of like, 
he was sent over there by uh, James K. Polk, and they were basically like, yeah, you know, we are Mexico hasn't really been that mean to us, but we want California, so go stir up some trouble, and uh, y'all start a war. Okay. Like, like the Mexican-American War was really bad. Yeah. It was like they we basically invaded like a, a an area like south of like around the Rio Grande and got into skirmishes to basically start a war with Mexico so we could steal land from them because okay. we thought we could beat them. And we did. Gotcha. So where do you think Fremont is located in California? I'm going to say north or central. It is central. It is, um, I would say, let's see. About, it's um, south, uh, southeast of San Francisco. Okay. And right above San Jose. So it's in between San Francisco and San Jose. Okay. On the coast? On the uh, the, the bay area. What is? Um, oh, in like San Francisco Bay Area? Yeah, San Francisco Bay Area. Wow, that's weird. I would think it wouldn't be right there. It's it's on the bay, basically. Okay. Because you, like, you have Oakland right there, which is a horrible, horrible like area. Like that. Oakland. Yeah, Oakland's, yeah, right across uh, San Francisco. And Oakland, right across from San Francisco. Oakland is like one of the... Yeah, like, like that's what's interesting. Not a, a great area. That's what I found really interesting is that there are, there are, there are cities that are literally side by side. One mm-hmm. of them is incredibly stressed. The other is not, is like so far on the other side. So it's really interesting. Like, for instance... You think um, it's like gentrification where people like just move to the like less stressed place and then like the, the, all the poverty stays in the old place? I think it might have to do with um, with major cities, mm-hmm. and then a suburb or a or a smaller city next to that big city, right? Where the maybe the money mm-hmm. moves out of the big city and goes to this place. Um, so, for instance, uh, in Missouri, you have Kansas City. Um, come on. Kansas City is ranked number 70 out of 182 for most stressed. And its neighbor, uh, right across the state line, Overland Park, Kansas, is 179. So it is much less, stre- it is much less stressed than mm-hmm. Kansas City. Um, I can tell you the key differences that I see between Kansas City and Overland Park. Um, I lived right next door to Overland Park um, in Lenexa, Kansas, uh, which is it's just a very small... Uh, small little township between Kansas City and Overland Park. Um, Overland Park has um, a much uh, higher, we'll go into this, has a, a higher, a higher uh, income, median income, and um, it's more spread out. It's built, it's, it's built like a grid, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice because it, it was really easy. Like, I'm not good at directions. You know I'm not good at directions. I, when I lived there, it was like a breath of fresh air. So, I knew where everything was. I could visualize things in my mind because it was an exact grid. So Kansas City's not really grid-like? No. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I mean, it's it's not like it's not like New York. Okay. Or like you, well, like as Kansas City I would have thought would have have sprung from that. Like when you look at like a, a city that's not like grid-like at all, go look at Boston. Mm-hmm. Boston is horrible. Yeah. It's horrendous um, because literally how old it is. And right. uh, I mean, Kansas City is pretty old too. Okay. So. Well, it started as a cow town, so maybe that's some yeah. of it too. 
Um, okay, so uh, continue on. Like, like, there is an observation I want to make at some point, but I want to see if it holds true or not with some of okay. these other examples as you go through. Okay. So, um, do you want to hear about, like, certain dynamics, like average weekly learning hours, weekly working hours, and job security and stuff like that? Or do you want me to go through the Louisiana cities first? If you want to hit Louisiana real quick, that's fine. Okay. Um, and just to finish up with Missouri, uh, St. Louis, Missouri is very stressed. It's ranked nine. And Springfield, Missouri is ranked 29. What? As far as, so it's fairly stressed too. Yes. So, but like, and Kansas City was Kansas in the City, 70s? Kansas City is uh, 70. Okay. And then you said Overland Park was very, very not stressed, almost at the yes. bottom. Yes, Overland and Park, Kansas at 179. Okay. So, and you want to talk about now uh, Louisiana. Let's Louisiana, go. Louisiana, yes. So, Shreveport is ranked 20. Okay, very stressed. Yes. Baton Rouge, 26. Okay, stressed. New Orleans, 7. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, um, I went through and these, um, uh, on the, the, they pointed out certain, um, cities to have the highest of certain, th- like the highest work hours and the lowest work hours. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it's going to go. Okay. Um, so we'll start with average, average weekly, average weekly work, work hours. Excuse me, guys. Um, the highest um, average weekly work hours is Fayetteville, North Carolina, mm-hmm. which has a median household income of approximately 49000 Average home price is 307000 Poverty rate is a little high at 19%, and population is 209000 the lowest is, and Fayetteville, North Carolina, um, ranks, uh, blah, blah, blah. sorry guys, let me find him real quick. I should have put this down. Fayetteville. Fayetteville, North Carolina ranks number 15 overall for stress. Okay. So a lot of working hours. Mm-hmm, a lot of working hours. Not a lot of high income. Mm-mm. Pretty expensive homes from like our standpoint. Yeah, compared to their to the median household income, very expensive. Yes. Um. Yeah. That that leads to stress. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is around Fayetteville? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, do you want to like go? You want to go no. on Google Maps on your phone? Yeah, I can, that would be I, really interesting I to see look, to see yeah. like. I, I'll look it up. Okay. Um, the one and the one with the lowest work hours. Which I thought was really interesting because I thought it would be in Oregon. It's actually in Burlington, Vermont. Which overall rates at 173 overall for stress. So not very stressed at all. Uh, Burlington, Vermont's median household income is 59000 The average home price is 314000 the poverty rate is 17%, and the population is 58,000. Right, so I think part of Fayetteville is because you have Fort Bragg right there, which I was wondering how close it was. So Fort Bragg is right outside of Fayetteville. Fort Bragg is a major U.S. military base. Okay. So um, you've been around major U.S. military bases. We have one not far from us, Fort Polk. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you know how, like, not nice those areas, that area is. And yeah. I, I don't know, like, um, you were from um, Kansas City. Uh, did you ever go to Levensworth? No. That That's in, like, right there in Missouri, huh? Leavenworth, Kansas. Kansas, okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, that's the prison for, like... Yeah, we didn't go to Leavenworth. <laughs> I, I didn't... Well, I mean, I didn't know if, like, you went to the sound or something like that, how far it was away from, like, where you were. There's a couple of other major, like, military bases in the plains right there. Okay. Um, um, so, I just didn't know if you'd ever been to, like, a town that was, like, a military town. No. Um, I know that we... There was a, uh, like, an, an armory in Independence, Missouri, where I lived. Mm-hmm. So, but like it, National Guard? Probably. probably. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like, near a military base or anything like that. Okay. Um, so, what's interesting about um, the highest and lowest work hours for these guys, um, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, the population is, like, it's 209,000, and in Burlington, Vermont, the population is 58,000. So Fayetteville, it's more than double. I don't know if there's a correlation, but it's really interesting to see this. Um, so let's see. This is um, job security. We'll just move on, and I'll uh, and I'll go over the the correlations that I found later. Because I should have actually done more research. I should have done the top 10, the top 10 most, like the top 10 most stressed and the top 10 least stressed mm-hmm. and put them on a graph. But I didn't do that. Um, well, Fayetteville's kind of in the middle of the state. It's south of Riley. Riley. Raleigh. 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 Um, and I know like Raleigh, um, what Raleigh, I think it's Durham and wherever, maybe it's Charlotte, um, where the um, uh, uh, the uh, the universities are. Because, you know, Duke and uh, University of North Carolina are both in North Carolina. They're both major universities. There's actually, like, a triangle, like, right there where there's, like, a, a ton of, like, industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Fayetteville isn't in that. So there's actually a spot in, like, North Carolina that is has a ton of, like, money in it for, like, development of uh, um, a lot of uh, robotics and stuff like that. Okay. Um, all right. And next is job security. I'm going to, like, shake this up a little bit. Um, I'm going to do – I'm going to name them, um, name the lowest and the highest, mm-hmm. and then compare each um, segment. Okay. Um, so for job security, the lowest is Reno, Nevada. Yeah. Um, which – I should have written down which um oh I did write down excuse me I just need to find it <laughs> Reno ranks uh, number ninety five overall for stress level mm-hmm. so actually not that bad yeah um it could be worse I think it's, ca- it's called the biggest little city in America biggest little city in America is it is Reno that small population is two hundred sixty nine thousand so it's not. That's the biggest little city. <laughs> okay. And the highest is, um, the highest job security is uh, Orlando, Florida, which ranks 107. Okay, so Orlando, you're looking at, like, Disney and all those theme parks. You would think that would be more, like, iffy. Right. 
It's interesting because Reno and Orlando, they both have like very tourist, very set, they're very set tourist towns. Yeah. They have a lot of um, different areas, uh, like different occupational areas. Um, so it's just very interesting. So um, the median household income for Reno is 67500 um, while the median household income for Orlando is 60000 So Reno's a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, the average home price for Reno is four hundred ninety thousand. Cool. Uh, for Orlando, it's three hundred fifty thousand. Oh, Man, I'm thinking our houses are really cheap here. Our houses are our houses are really cheap here. They're even cheaper in the Midwest. All right. The, I will get to this, but can you guess? Since I've said Midwest, can you guess where the most um, the most how do you put this? Cheapest housing is the, the cheapest. Well, yeah, the most valued, the cheapest housing, the cheapest housing in America is yeah. Um, Iowa? Close. Okay. Yeah. Um, Missouri? It's, no. actu- it's actually Overland Park, Kansas. Okay. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. The That's got to be value, though, right? Um, It's got to be, let's see. Because, let like, that's, that's got to be expensive, because you've said, like, all the doctors and everybody else live in Overland Park. Yeah, but for affordable housing. Okay, um. Yeah, I'll get to it. it. It's yeah, it's for affordable housing. Okay, so affordable housing means a lot of different things. It does mean a lot of different things. Affordab- it's not like the. It's not like the. No, it's not the cheapest housing. That's sorry, that's not what I meant. The most like. Affor- but affordable can mean like based off of the amount based of money off the you median income. Yeah, this yeah. is the the you get you're paying the least amount of house for the amount considering how much money you make. Well, if you're a doctor. And you mm. make, or a lawyer, or, like, all you said all the professionals basically live there. That's where the money is. Right. But if they... That and Leewood, Kansas, which is actually where, like, the super-duper rich live. But, yeah, so, like, the money is there, but if their money is there and the housing is cheap, mm-hmm. then it presents a, a really... The ha- housing doesn't have to be as cheap as, like, you know, $120,000. So, yeah, I misspoke. It's not the cheapest housing in America because I think the cheapest housing in America is obviously like Detroit or somewhere Mm -hmm. where nobody wants to live there. So the housing market has, you know, fallen completely. Um, It is the most affordable housing, as in you get the most house for the most money, for the least amount of money. Right. That's what, that's what, but you might, you have the most money to spend too. Not the most money. Well, you have a lot of money to spend. You ha- you have a decent amount of money, yeah. Like 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 if your median income is you know five hundred thousand a year, and we can go over it right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're we're jumping back and forth, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're supposed to like you you're you gotta be controlling this this stage. I gotta coach. be controlling this. Yes. Um. So we will get to that. Okay. Let me get back to where we were, which was job security. So. We were talking about the average housing prices, um, which are slightly higher in Reno, and Reno has a slightly higher um, household income. Uh, Poverty rate uh, in Reno is 12%, while in Orlando it's 15%. So it's it's pretty high, it's a little higher than what we want it to be. <clears throat> and population in Reno is 269,000, while the population in Orlando is 309,000. So these are both pretty, like, similar cities. Mm-hmm. But just the idea that 
I, I guess it's, I wonder if, if it's got to be like geographic location um, and culture or something that makes the job security so iffy I, for Reno versus I, Orlando. I would say it, it has to do with there both being touristy kind of areas. Because I, I, the only thing I really know of Reno, and maybe they do have some industry there. I'm sure they do. Because uh, it's not like Las Vegas. But it's not Vegas. It's small yeah. Vegas. Right. It's like secondary Vegas. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you have this like booming tourist right. thing. Whereas like Orlando has Disney Disney World. Mm-hmm. So it's booming. It's yeah. so booming. And like um, as long as as long as like the, the governor doesn't do anything stupid, um, <laughs> which I think he's trying his best to do. <laughs> For some reason. In, in Florida. Yeah. In Florida. Yeah. Um, I'm not a DeSantos fan. I so don't like that guy. I don't know how anybody is. He's just. He's, he's just the worst. He's unhinged. Like, like, Completely. People in Florida seem to really like him. Everybody in Florida is unhinged. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's why you have Florida man, I guess. Yeah. But they're like, oh, he's fighting for our freedoms. I'm like, ah, is he? <laughs> is he? Or is it just like, it seems like he is, but he's taking just as many freedoms this way. But so anyway. Um, I digress. Um, I, I feel like it's it has to do with the establishment of like the the community in like Orlando is so there. It's so like that is a mecca, whereas right. Reno is a secondary kind of. Yeah. I imagine Orlando has a lot more job opportunities, um, and Reno. Yeah, I think maybe that's it. What like when they talk about job security, they're talking about more like job opportunities. That's a good question. They didn't actually define what they meant. Yeah, because if they're talking about like job opportunities, I'm sure Orlando has a ton. Like yeah. you, you could fall over backwards and go work at any of these places. Right. When I'm thinking job security, I'm thinking like, like you won't get fired. Yes, like you won't get fired. But job security could also like, mean like this low- is our population, and this is the number of jobs we need to fill. Right. It. So maybe it's low turnover along with um, job opportunities, with amount of job opportunities. Yeah, I, I almost, I would almost say that, like, unless they're going toward pe- to people, it might literally be like just job opportunities versus population. Right. Jobs yeah. versus population. Yeah, they didn't get into defining it okay. so much. Um, so the next one's really exciting for me, is uh, the median credit score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So, do you want to take a wild guess where the lowest credit score is in the nation? The lowest median credit score for, of the city with the lowest median credit score in uh, the nation. Lowest median c- credit score, Jacksonville, Florida. No. Okay. I, I don't know. They're like, give me an east or west. Like, east uh, or west of the Mississippi. West of the Mississippi. All right. Um, lowest credit score west of the Mississippi, uh, California. It's not in California. Not in California. Las Vegas? No. Okay. I'm done. Okay. It's in Glendale, Arizona. Oh, I almost went with like Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see where Glendale is in association with Phoenix. Um, I'll look it up. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, please look it up. I'll keep going. So that's the lowest median credit score. The city with the highest median credit score is, again, Fremont, California. Um, which is not surprising. Um, uh, I, I didn't say, I didn't mean again, like, 
like I guess Fremont hasn't popped up on these yet yet, but Fremont being the the least stressed of all the cities is um, would make a lot of sense because when you have good credit, it's a lot less stressful than having bad credit. Yeah, but you also have the highest income and the lowest like housing. No, no, not 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 necessarily. Um, so I haven't done the metrics, the the specific metrics that I've done. I haven't I haven't said the specific metrics for Fremont yet for median household income and average home price and all that stuff. Glendale is right outside of Phoenix. Okay. Um. So Glendale's median household income. Oh, and also. The second highest median credit score, the city with the second highest median credit score, is Overland Park, Kansas. So Overland Park is kind of ballin'. Um, okay, so let's go over my little my little metrics. Um, Glendale has a median household income of sixty k. Fremont has a median household income of one hundred and fifty three k. Average home price for Glendale is three hundred ninety three k. Average home price for Fremont, California, is $1.25 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poverty rate for Glendale, 17%. Poverty rate for Fremont, 5%. Mm-hmm. Population, 250000 for Glendale. Population for Fremont, 228000 Okay. So I think you're just seeing an impoverished area versus a an affluent area. Yeah, I mean, like, you could go to a different part around Phoenix and probably get, like, a more... Fremont type area. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what Scottsdale looks like compared to Glendale. Glendale. Okay. I know they're both right around Phoenix, but. Yeah, I know nothing about Arizona. Yeah, uh, that's about all I know. Um, there's a canyon there, I've heard. Okay, cool. It's pretty grand. <laughs> grand Canyon. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, did, I forget that we were in canyons in Arizona. Um, Isn't it between like two different states or is it just in Arizona? Uh, I, I don't know how far it extends. Okay. If it's into <laughs> New Mexico and, Air, and Arizona and also, like, yeah, I don't, and I don't know the entire, like, where it says it, says it starts and stops. Um, but, yeah, I think you're, 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 at, you're looking at two areas outside of major cities where one has had money go to it and one has not. Mm-hmm. Or the money that went there left and went to another spot. You know, cause so I wonder where the money went in Glendale, or if there ever was any money in Glendale. Um, I don't know. There could be Scottsdale or some other area around there that they've decided to, you know, to. That's also what I'm wondering is, um, do do all impoverished areas start as affluent areas, or are there just areas that have always been impoverished um, in the United States? I think that I think you usually have a, an impoverished area start as a a area that maybe isn't like the the best like it's not flourishing like like grandly but definitely has something to draw people there. And when that leaves, it leaves the like Detroit. Mm-hmm. Detroit yeah. was built on the back of like uh, the car industry. Right. And when the car industry left, it destroyed Detroit. There's no reason for people to be there now. Right. There's a, other than it being a crossing back and forth between like Canada, there's not really a whole lot to draw people to like mm-hmm. industry to go to Detroit. So there has to be a draw. There has to be a draw. Like you, you, I think what makes cities either like, 
I think what makes cities as far as rich, like like um, I have rich, um, have uh, um, income is like industry, right? In the U.S. Yeah, and there are certain things that make it, you know, easier. Like, are you like Kansas? Kansas is in the middle of the U.S. So if if you look at logistics of transporting your goods out of Kansas, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of logistical. Um, uh, there are a lot of rail lines. Uh, yeah, rail lines, and um, I'm trying to think of like um, distribution centers. There's a lot of distribution centers in Kansas. Yeah, there's a lot of corporate headquarters in Kansas and in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, yeah, it's just the central location is so convenient. Mm-hmm. And it's fairly inexpensive just to live there in general. Well, yeah, because, like, people generally think of and, – and this – I guess Kansas City has never, like, really changed. Um, or, or maybe it still has this kind of to it. Um, it's not one of the coasts. No. So, like, if you're not East Coast, West Coast, and we're not even considering Gulf Coast because that's another coast altogether. But if you're not Northeast or, like – west coast then like you're people think you have no culture (laughs) like like, honestly like you like people from new york probably think kansas is a flyover state or uh, kansas and 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 missouri that's what yeah the the coastal people call the midwest is Mm -hmm. a flyover state yeah um but kansas city missouri has the nickname paris of the plains for a reason right but even like people from like a lot of people would be like that it's just them saying that stuff they're not they're not really, yeah, you know, because they've never been there, right? Yeah, but you know, it's a decent town. I, I we vacationed there. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I could see like it, it. It would be a good place to live. It's very clean. It is very clean. Um, it is a great place to raise children. It's a people great place tend to, work. to be nice. Yeah, people are very nice. Um, but like being from down here, there are certain things like like, um, like for me, going there and vacationing is so weird. To go to a major city that's not like a New Orleans, where you can just kind of drink and do you what you can want to. Carry your drink around. Yeah. <laughs> like you just go get your drink. And like we were walking around downtown, and I'm like, why aren't we just taking drinks with us? Like this is should be a thing. Because we're not in New Orleans. <laughs> but I, I, like it's so totally should be a thing in any town where you can just, yeah, as long as you're walking. Like if you're in the downtown area, you're not going to be like driving anywhere. Who cares? <laughs> like you're walking from one place to another, you're checking things out, and you're, you know, should bring you a little drinky drink. Not every city can be New Orleans. No, they can't, you bastards. You, you don't want every city to be New Orleans. There's I really don't. I don't even like Austin being too close to New Orleans. As yeah. try, like it used to try to be mm-hmm. like New Orleans of Texas or whatever. Keep it weird. No, they're trying to be the Portland of Texas. I, I, yeah. Aren't they? Or are they I, trying I to be know. some weird fusion of Portland, Oregon, and New Orleans, You know Orleans, what? Just Louisiana. be your own thing, Austin. Yeah. Be, just be, be weird, Austin. Yeah, whatever y'all want to be. be. Be your eclectic self. I don't know. Um, Never been to Austin. I just know... It's not a bad town. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that's kind of where, where I think it goes is, like, you look at towns. Like, the town we live in has a a plant. But if that plant leaves, this town dies. Right. You know, it withers on the vine. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes uh, – um, there's – the Rust Belt is an extremely good example of this. Rust Belt. Yeah, that's the area, like, through the Midwest, uh, north of where y'all were, like, Ohio – um, Illinois, areas like okay. that, that had, like, industry, especially, like, from, um, like, the, or not only the automotive industry, but industry in general that have now been, like, shipped overseas. 
Okay. And now yeah, it is pretty barren up there. And now, like these these towns that had like, um, uh, you remember the movie Tommy Boy? Yeah. So that's kind of like exhibiting what the Rust Belt was. It was a they, they made brake pads. Oh, okay. Right. The, the the company you don't remember what the company made, but the no. company made brake pads. Well, now and and like the entire town was built around like certain factories making certain things. When those factories get, you know, basically shut down because the brake pads are made in China, right? Then there's nothing to do, and because they were all parts that had metal, they were called. It's called the Rust Belt because it's rusting away. Okay. So, wh- what do you do with like this midwestern area that's losing money hand over fist? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have heard over and over again that Illinois is one of the worst places to live <laughs> in the United States. Chicago's not great, I don't think. I mean, I've been to Chicago. I love Chicago, but I was a tourist there, so I don't know how it is to live there. Um, But yeah, let's move on. So uh, they actually did, uh, Wallet Hub did do a metric on poverty rate. Mm -hmm. So so take a wild guess who has the highest poverty rate in the nation. New Orleans? No. Okay, how how it should be incredibly obvious. Detroit, yeah. Okay, yeah. Detroit has a poverty rate at thirty-two percent. Mm. Now take a wild guess with the lowest. Fremont. No, I don't know who's not who, Fremont. Who was one eighty-two? One eighty-two um, was Fremont. Okay, so Fremont has the has the lowest stress level. Okay, so lowest poverty rate. Um, I will tell you, it's just 1% lower than Fremont. Okay. So, uh, is it a major city or kind of a minor issue? It is not a major city. Okay. I'm going to... S- I'd never even heard of this place. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's it's a west coast or west it's of the Mississippi. West. west of the Mississippi? It's real west. I'm leaning. <laughs> yeah. It's real west. Uh, you, lowest poverty rate? Super west. Like super west, like somewhere out in the middle of an ocean. Yeah, super west. I can't believe it would be Honolulu or something like that. It's somewhere in Hawaii. It's somewhere in Hawaii. Yeah, it's Pearl City, Hawaii. It's got to be a minor like area where the only people who can live there is like affluent. Population is forty five thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Their poverty rate is four percent. Yeah, they've already kicked all the locals off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. I was just sad. Um, okay, so just for shits and gigs. Um, the median household income of Detroit, take a wild guess. 28000 32000 Yeah. Average home price? Um, 142 Go lower, baby. Ooh, 120 75 Wow. 75000 That's why, you remember the show Rehab Addict? No. The the little like blonde girl who like went all around Detroit like rehabbing these homes because like they were so dirt cheap. Oh, is that where they people would pour concrete into the toilets because they were mad they were getting um repossessed? I don't know. They, they also smear shit on the walls. Oh god. No, that's but that's from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. Um okay, so uh the median household income in Pearl City, Hawaii is a hundred and nine thousand. I'd have put it like 114, mm-hmm. 115, like higher than that. Average home price? In Pearl City? In Hawaii, yeah. I'm going to go with over a mil. Close. 775000 That's not really that close. It's, it's close-ish. It's literally $700,000 more 
than the average home price in Detroit. Yeah, but you're on an island. That's insane. Okay. Uh, we are talking about the, po- the poverty rate. The population for Detroit is 632,000, which I can't believe that's still that high. Uh, and the, we've already said the, low, the population for Pearl City is 45,000. All right. So next is affordable housing. So this, I think, is pretty obvious, too. I wonder if Pearl City, and I need to look this up. I yeah, bet it's right there. by Pearl Harbor. Maybe. Yeah, it's outside of Honolulu. So Pearl Harbor. So, okay. Okay. Affordable housing. Can you guess which city has the least affordable housing in the nation? New York? Yes. Okay. New York, New York. Um, the most? Affordable housing in the nation. I'm going to say it's somewhere in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't be surprised if it was Missouri, Kansas City, Overland Park area. It's Overland Park, Kansas. Overland, yeah, I think you already said that. Yeah, I did say that. I was just wondering if you remembered. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, median household income for New York. You want to guess how much? Ooh, that's a hard one because there's so, like, yeah, there's so, so much. There's so much money and so much not money. Mm-hmm. just depends on the borough that you're in, li- yes. literally. And this is not based on boroughs. It's based strictly on New York, New York. Like okay. New York proper. But we don't, I don't, I couldn't tell you, like, does that include Long Island or does it not? Like, Shrugging. I, don't, I am shrugging. I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> like, the actual, like, city limits of New York. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I'm going to say the average, in, average median income of New York to be 97000 75. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is really low for I New feel York. like there's a lot of poor people in New York yeah. and a lot of not, and, and, Less not poor people. Yeah. I like, I, I think like when you look at like the outer parts of New York, you see New York through the lens of Hollywood. Yeah, absolutely. Like sex in the city. Yeah. Like living on. Like, the, like. Um, the Upper East Side. Yeah, and, and Manhattan and all this Charlotte other stuff. And but like there's also the Bronx and there's right. Brooklyn and. Like, Which Brooklyn is apparently upcoming, but that's what they say in, in sex in the city. So what the fuck do I know? <laughs> and Staten Island and like I, I, I couldn't tell you the boroughs of New York Queens I think, I think there's five I know there's altogether. five Queens I think is one let's Google yeah nah you're not that interested but like I know Long Island is there I don't know if Long Island is all part of New York I know that Long Island is basically a bunch of little towns five boroughs of New York the Bronx Brooklyn Manhattan Queens and Staten Island I think we actually named them all. We did. Look at us go. All righty. So, uh, median household income for Overland Park, Kansas. I'm going to say it's 110000 93000 Okay. Mm-hmm. Average home price for New York, New York. $1.6 million. $1.5 million. Very close, baby. Average rent. In New monthly y- rent. In New York, average monthly rent. Isn't that insane? Crazy. My God. Why 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 does anyone move to New York? That's insane. I don't know. To be in the epicenter of epicentery stuff. (laughs) Like, like, I I, I don't know. I think you think that it's going to be Sex in the City and it's going to be all these awesome shows that you see and then you end up living in 
the fucking Bronx. Yeah, like that would stress me out. Like that's too many people. Like, like there's no we way. We all see it as it, it's it's Friends and it's um, How I Met Your Mother. These are all shows that are based based thought to be in New York, although they're not filmed there. No, they're not, no, they're never filmed there, except for. Except for uh, Sex and the City was filmed there. The movie was anyway. Mm. They were shutting down streets and stuff, and people were pissed about it. Okay. Um, They're in Toronto. <laughs> uh, okay, poverty rate for New York. I'm going to say it's pretty high. I'm going to say 21. 14. Okay, mm-hmm. way high. Poverty rate for Overland Park, Kansas. Seven. Four. <sighs> yeah, really low. Population of New York. 2.5 million. Eight. Point five million. People. Okay, I'm so not good at like, that. Like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> like, that's a lot of people. So many people. And population for Overland Park, Kansas. Um, Overland Park, Kansas. I hate to say how big it is, but I'm gonna say that one is probably in the hundred and fifty range. Hundred ninety-seven thousand. Okay, I, I thought it would be under two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, oh wait, sorry, that was the second. That was the second most affordable housing. It was Overland Park, Kansas? Okay, so the most affordable housing. There's most affordable one, housing. There's one more. One that beats it, and it it's is in the Midwest still. Still in the Midwest. Um, man, I would almost say someplace in Oklahoma, but that seems weird too. I feel like it wouldn't be there because I don't think there's any income in Oklahoma. So, uh, ooh, this is a really hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, upper Midwest? Mm-hmm. Yep. Minnesota-ish? No. Okay. Lower. Lower. South. Like directly south? Like yeah. Des Moines, Iowa? Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, median household income. Of, of, of Cedar, Cedar Rapids? Rapids? I'm going to say, like, probably 64000 63000 You're good. Uh, average home price? I'm going to say 230000 183000 Oh! <laughs> Poverty rate? Um, fairly low, maybe 6%. 11%. Ah. A little high. And then population? 168000 136. Yeah. So obviously we have huge a huge discrepancy in population between New York and Cedar Rapids. Yeah, it's it's trying to compare apples to oranges. Yeah, and and home pricing and just yeah, income and what was what was New York's poverty rate? 14%. Yeah. Which 11% for Cedar Rapids Iowa seems but it seems a little high. But there's not a lot to do in Cedar Rapids. It's true. Okay, next is divorce rate. Okay. I already said who has the highest divorce rate. Do you remember? Oh, no, I don't. Um, I'm going to say it's on a coast. No. Central? Mm-hmm. Oh. Central-ish, yeah. Ish. Fayetteville? Where is that at? North Carolina? Oh, no. <laughs> what is it? It's uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. You want to guess how high their divorce rate is? Uh, 70. 60%. Is that too much higher than average? Now guess who has the lowest divorce rate? 
Have we said it before? We have said it before. Is it Fremont? It is Fremont. <laughs> they have the highest credit score and the lowest divorce rate. Yeah, when money's not an issue. Exactly. Yes. Which is really interesting because <laughs> you'll see these metrics. There is an obvious correlation. Um, so how low do you think the divorce rate is in Fremont? 40. Oh, so much lower. Oh, my God. So really? low. So low, baby. Like 20? 9%. 9 motherfucking percent? 9%. Holy shit. Yeah. It's the land of love. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, whoa. I, if we divorce, Fremont? I'm moving to Fremont. Oh, we should go to Fremont and then we'll live forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So Cleveland, Ohio, highest divorce rate at 60%. Median household income. Remember, they're really unhappy. Yeah, I know. Um, so I'm going to say 79 34,000. What? Yeah. Let wow, me see where Cleveland lies. Super low. In stress overall. Wasn't it really high? Wasn't it number one? Yeah, no, yeah. Cleveland is number one. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, duh. So, <laughs> so uh, of course they have the highest there, divorce. There was a lot of divorce and a little, really small amount of money. Very small amount of money. 34,000? 34,000. For a major city that's stupid low. Mm -hmm. Their population is 368,000 people. Holy crap. I never want to go there. No. Not even to see a Cleveland. I don't want to go to Ohio. Not even to see. Oh, I've been to Ohio. It's nice. Not even to see a Cleveland Indians game. Where'd you go to Ohio? In Ohio? I went to the a city? plant. like. A, no, no, no. I know why you went there. I'm I want to the know. City. You're not saying the city? Okay. All right. It would, Sorry. it would call too much attention to who I work for. It would. You're correct. We won't say that then. Mm. All right. Average home price in Cleveland, Ohio. 82. 109. We already said the, the metrics for Fremont, median household income, 153,000. Average home price, 1.25 million. Mm. in California. Mm. Poverty rate in Cleveland, Ohio. 24%. 31%. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why would you go there? Why would anyone live there? Move out of Cleveland, Ohio. You can't let afford it, to. Yeah, no, let it die. <laughs> you, <laughs> you literally you, can't afford to, to go anywhere. That's what's sad. Does, yeah. Like, people, there are some, like, like some politicians say, like, why don't they just move? Like, that is such an elitist yeah, bullshit yeah. answer. You but, don't understand. They literally don't have enough money to move. Like, I have a job making minimum wage here. You want me to move across the country, which I can't afford to do. Mm -hmm. My without, car can't make secure, it. Without job security first. Without job security first. I can't, yeah. I can't make it another month. Mm -hmm. Literally living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And you want me to move across the country. $34,000. Which, you know, people did it at a time in our countries, but that was at a time when people gave more. I feel like that was at a time where people were desperate for workers like desperately needed more people to work uh no like during like the 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 depression era where you oh. have people going like oh, i'm sorry west. i thought you were talking like like settling america <laughs> like like building railroads and shit you no know? no no i'm talking about more like the exodus of like you see the the great migration north of um uh people of color from the south Mm -hmm. um, going north to find jobs yeah. and there are not really being a lot of jobs there for them. Right. Um, and encountered a hell of a lot of racism. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunate. Um, okay. 
Next is, let me see if I can say this correctly. Percentage of adults in fair or poor health. We're just going to say adults in poor health. Okay. Who has the highest percentage of adults in poor health in the nation? Um, I feel it's in Florida. No. Okay. East or West Coast? East, not, it's got to be East Coast. coast. Not it's not coast. on the coast. It's, it's, on the, the coast. It's, it's the Midwest? It's not the Midwest. It's, just, it's on the Gulf. Oh, I don't know. Like New Orleans? No, it's not. Sorry, it's not on the Gulf. It's Actually, I don't even know exactly where it's on the Gulf. Just tell me. It's El Paso, Texas. Okay. Oh, my God. That's nowhere near the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> it's on the Gulf of the Rio de <laughs> Rio. I don't know where El Paso, Texas is. Hey, you know I when, know Texas touches the Gulf, so that's what okay, I was saying. You know when we cross into Texas, like we're going to my sister's house in Houston, yeah. and like we go like through through Lake Charles, and like we go down the interstate, and we cross in, and we cross Orange, Texas, mm -hmm. and there's a sign that says, El Paso, Texas, 900 freaking <laughs> miles away. That's the other end of Texas. <laughs> so, so from our end of Texas, El Paso's the other <laughs> All right. Well, El Paso is, uh, has an obesity problem. They are the 33rd most obese city in the nation. Okay. They have a 35% adult obesity rate. Um, who has the lowest uh, percentage of adults in poor health? I'm going to say this is a Pacific Northwest one. Nope. It's oh. not Portland, Oregon. Somewhere in Colorado, maybe? Closer. I got, I, I, that's as close as I can get. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Wow. Random, right? So random. <laughs> By the way, I want to give a shout out. There's a, um, a, um, a Republican congressman, a representative from uh, a district down in like South Texas who has been breaking with like the Republican party's like uh, line. Oh, who's that? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Okay, it's a guy. Uh, but it is a guy. And um, the reason he's breaking with them is because uh, they're, they're like, he, although he is a Republican, um, some of the stuff, the, the stuff that doesn't agree with his constituents, he's going away from. And so add a boy to him. Right. Um, okay. Good job. Brandon. You can, you can be a Republican and you don't have to like, cause they're, uh, apparently he has a very like Hispanic group. Like his his area is very Hispanic, mm -hmm. um, and so the whole like immigration thing, he's like, I don't agree with it, right? And so he goes, he kind of calls them out. Cool. And he's going against a couple of the things, and he got censored by the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. So um, if you get censored by your party for going against them, I think you did a good job. I would rather vote for you for that than for you not to ever gotten censored because you just went along yeah. with what they said. Shouldn't it be illegal? censored by your party if you go against your party mm, whatever that should be that 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 is legal that has to be illegal i mean like your party can censor you for whatever like but it's like their that, their own rules that's infringing on his free speech he's supposed to be representing the people but his party thinks that it represents him so they censor him because he's representing his people instead of his party but he's representing his people it, yeah you see the, the, the stupidity of our system yeah, now. Yeah, this is annoying. It's all annoying. But I, I wish I remembered the guy's name. I guess I could look it up. It was on uh, AP, but um, and not that they're great, but just like hearing anybody get censored just because they went against their political party makes me like them more. 
Yeah, I can see that. Um, okay, where were we? Um, oh, right, Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. They have a 28% obesity rate. Um, I didn't. I couldn't really find any information about why they're the healthiest city in the nation. One of the things that really strikes me as odd is, I, and I, I, I honestly don't know enough about Sioux Falls to know this. I know Sioux is a, a, a nation, a first nation. Um, so I don't know how many like reservation areas they have around there. Good question. Um, but I've recently been listening to a podcast on this, um, on Sitting Bull. Oh, okay. And after the um, after the the after the end of the the Indian Wars mm-hmm. in like the eighteen eighties, when like the um, the Sioux and the Lakota and all these uh, northern uh, Plains tribes were put onto uh, reservations, mm-hmm. um, and the U.S. government was just basically screwing o- over, like for like what they were owed, like what they were promised, which is basically we're going to give you like food and this other stuff, so y'all start having wars with us. We're going to give you this much land, and y'all probably could have done something with it, but now we want the land, and we're breaking treaties and all that, all that crap. Yeah, all that bullshit. Um, which goes into the uh, critical race theory thing where, like, you should, like, we need to, like, call this shit out that we did this. Um, but uh, <laughs> you're giving weird faces. I'm sorry. I'm trying to look up. I want to know why Sioux Falls, South Dakota, is so healthy. But Like, there has to be a reason. One of the things is, is, like, um, have you ever heard of uh, Indian flatbread or Indian bread or yeah. something? So it's basically flour and sugar. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very sweet bread. This isn't traditional. It was something that happened after the reservation stuff. Because basically what they were given was flour and sugar. And they had to do something with it. So they made this like sweet bread. Oh, gosh. Hush. Scared me. You, you kind of get where I'm going with that? So the, the, and so the, the sweet bread that we think of as like a staple of like American Indian like cuisine was only a staple because they had no ability to eat anything else. Mm. And so they were given this stuff that ba- basically made them diabetics. Kind of the same things we do to um, uh, people of color in inner cities. Mm-hmm. You can't get, like, good, fresh fruit or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, food deserts. Right, so you basically ha- become a diabetic because all you can eat is ho-hos. Yeah, speaking of which, that's one of the reasons why Sioux Falls is one of the healthiest cities in South Dakota is they have a food insecurity measurement of 4.9%, which is really low. Mm-hmm. Um, their obesity rate is 27.7%, exactly. Um, 27.7, exactly. Exactly. No, it's probably approximately. <laughs> <laughs> but what did I say earlier? What did I say? I said his obesity rate was 28%. Okay. So 27.7. Okay. Um, let's see. The study reported Sioux Falls residents reported an average of 2.4 days of poor mental health and 2.4 physically unhealthy days per month, significantly less than 3.4 mentally unhealthy days and 3.7 physically unhealthy days reported across the country. So, People are lying. <laughs> it, which way? Saying that they're... They're, they're way they're healthier way than, healthier they, than are. they actually are? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I'm sure. Like, mentally and physically. Right. Well, who's counting? Apparently somebody, <laughs> and people are like, oh, I'm only having two. <laughs> I've had two this weekend. Two poor mental health days? Yeah, sure. Oh, baby. 
I'm kidding. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, let's go over. Excuse me. Just burped in the microphone. I tried to turn at the last minute. Okay. Let's go over their um, metrics. Okay. Um, El Paso, one of the fattest countries in the nation. Median household income. Cities. Countries. Cities. <laughs> <laughs> one of the fattest cities in the nation. Excuse me. Median household income. Um, 68,000. 51,000. Okay. Average home price. <clears throat> 112. 268. I have no idea. I got this, shit. <laughs> this just shows you how little I know. I'm so far off on my El guess. El Paso, Texas. It's in Texas. Poverty rate. Um, 18. Yeah, exactly. Good job. <laughs> population. Oh, my God. I thought I got that one right, so you're going to make me throw population. Um, 228,000. Oh, go so much higher. Oh, I have no idea. 678,000. Okay. It's, it's Texas, so it's huge. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, we like our belt buckles big in our cities also. <laughs> Texas. Okay. I, I did that. I didn't, I didn't do that the way I've been doing it. So median household income for Sioux Falls is um, El Paso is 51. Uh, Sioux Falls is 67. El Paso's home price, 268000 Sioux Falls, 325000 Property rate for El Paso, 18%. Sioux Falls, 9.5%. El Paso's population, 678,000. Sioux Falls population, 197,000. Oh, wow. Under 200,000. Yeah. So, I don't... I feel like... I feel like there's definitely some food culture differences. Probably so. I mean, Spanish, uh, Mexican cuisine is not a skinny cuisine. Tex-Mex is not a skinny cuisine. I I, I would say that probably, that, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Tex-Mex is what we get here. You're getting more and more Mexican when you get known like El Paso because that's literally a border town. Okay. Um, But, I mean, I'm not saying, like, there no shade being thrown. I live in Louisiana. We have horrible cuisine here for, for health. Great, great to eat. It's delicious, but yes, you will be fat. Yeah, so <laughs> like high cholesterol law and cl- cl- yeah. cholesterol, yeah, all that. Um, we are not. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a lot of like fruits and vegetables. Um, yeah, we're having fried deer tonight. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait. We need to get this done so we can go cook. Yes. Um. So, but uh, yeah, there's just a lot of um. And Sioux Falls, I don't, I, I don't know a lot about Sioux Falls. Like, I, I really don't know what. Like the like Dakotas are, what their makeup is. I've heard a lot of like tech companies are moving there. And to Sioux Falls? Yeah. Mm. Low cost of living and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, a lot of companies, a lot of these tech companies are getting the hell out of California. Because it's too expensive. It's very or- expensive. They get a lot of taxes hit on them. Mm-hmm. Um. And the people aren't happy there. Right. You know, there's there's a very weird vibe in California a lot of times. Yeah, you'd think people would be happy in such a nice a nice climate area. Well, I mean, like, there's wildfires, earthquakes, and all kinds of other stuff. That's, oh, yeah, that's true. 
and they there's get, lots of shit that happens. And they get hammered with very high taxes, I think. I don't know. I think so. I think you're right. Um, and people are like, dude, and like housing prices are stupid, retarded high. Mm-hmm. So, and like the government that's supposed to be helping them, it's like, it, it's a very liberal government. They're right in bed with not helping them. Mm. You know, they're, they're, they're not telling the banks, you can't do this. Like the, the yeah, a lot of these housing, like, Bubbles that, like, a lot of the housing problems we have now is because of the Obama housing bubble that burst. And okay. and I think it's going to take a long time for this to be examined and looked at. But you remember... I don't think it was Obama's fault that the housing... That okay, housing yeah, popped. okay. If you don't... 2008 housing crisis. Okay. Um, if you want to blame, like... If you want to blame Bush, that's fine. Like I, I've got plenty of other shit to throw on Obama. <laughs> like he's he was sh- so sh- he he's pretty much sending our money to Ukraine right now. Obama is. Oh yeah. Like he started this whole Ukraine train we're on right now. Okay. So um, and like if you, we've basically been overthrow trying to overthrow Eastern European governments in what are called color revolutions, and Obama had his fair share, he is not without blood on his hands. Okay, you're raising my stress level right now. Sorry. I don't want to talk about this. Because you don't like, you don't like, you because don't like talking, knocking, you don't like knocking Obama, do no, you? No, I like Obama. Um, and yeah, we're, we're talking about stress. Okay. We're talking about stress and relaxation, and I don't need my stress levels, you know, okay, so, heightened. Uh, so, um, yeah, so where were we at? <laughs> Um, next is crime rate. We have two more. Okay, let's hit them quick because we're, we're running up against time okay. here. Um, and then real quickly, I can go over the correlations I found. Okay. Which is, they're pretty obvious, but, um, okay, so crime More rate. money equals better living? <laughs> <laughs> Not just that. Um, okay, so yeah, crime rate. There are, they have tied, two cities have tied for first place. Monroe and Alexandria, Louisiana? No, neither one of them is in Louisiana. <laughs> okay, Detroit. Okay. One's in the south, one's in the Midwest. South New Orleans? No. I said uh, they're not in Louisiana. Oh, oh, oh okay. Another one's in Louisiana. Um, in the south, in the south, in the south, another Atlanta? Do you, do you want to know? Yeah. Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Oh, God, I've been there. That might be why the CrossFit games were like, we're not going to Alabama. <laughs> the CrossFit games were going to go to Birmingham, Alabama, and they're like, nope, nope, no, 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 we'll go back to Wisconsin. <laughs> They wanted to do CrossFit games in in Alabama in like August. Mm. That's like, could you imagine doing CrossFit outside in August in Louisiana? No, that's horrible. Yeah, that's a really stupid idea. So then they're like, yeah, we're gonna do this in, in Wisconsin yeah, again. Go back to Wisconsin, dumbasses. Okay, hmm. and the next, the other one, the lowest, the no, oh, the, the second, the one that's tied for highest oh, in the Midwest. Oh, in the Midwest, St. Louis. It's in Missouri. But it's not St. Louis. Uh, what's what's the? Um, it's really weird. I this was a complete surprise to me. It's Springfield. Oh okay. Springfield, Missouri. Where's Springfield in relation to uh, St. Louis? It is Springfield is south. Um, like bas- basically, it's like due south of Kansas City. Like, oh okay. Um, I look at it on a map. Okay. Um, it's uh, I can't tell you how far away it is from Branson. Um. 
But this is kind of a weird area that's kind of like should be in nowhere and should have like low crime rate. Yeah, I've been there multiple times. It's actually a really nice, it's a nice little, fairly little city. Well, um, I mean, you've been to Monroe, Louisiana. And I, like Monroe. I like Monroe, yeah. And like it has one of the highest crime rates in the U.S. Yeah, and I, and I think Monroe has a better quality of living than we do. But, but you wouldn't like roll into that town and feel like scared. No, I don't. I mean, but I... I know most of the people that work for the government, not most, but I most I know a lot of people that work for the government there. So, like, I feel like I have connections. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I am, like, in a protected little bubble when I'm there. Um, okay, so, yeah. The lowest crime rate in all of the U.S. Ooh. I feel like this is... This is hard. This is a hard one. Because, mm-hmm. like, every every place I think, I'm like, eh, eh, meth, meth, meth. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, Midwest. Yeah, it'll be just like, whole, no, there's a lot of meth there. Yeah, maybe there's a lot of drugs in Springfield that I don't know about. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so maybe Pacific Northwest. Nah, there's a lot of drugs there, and I've seen, like, the homeless problems they have there. That might not be the safest place. And then I'm like, I don't know, um... Someplace in like New Mexico, no, because that was where Breaking Bad was, <laughs> Albuquerque. Yeah, um, I know like Oklahoma ain't safe, and then I'm like, oh, in the South we take care of our own, but then I'm like, no, we don't. It actually is in the South. It is in the South. It's not like, it's not the South that you consider like the South. It's not deep South. It's not deep South. No. It's got to be like in the Tidewater, like Virginia area, like mid South. No, where is it? It's in, it's Port St. Lucie, Florida. I have no idea where that is. I don't know either. Figure out where it's at. (laughs) Uh, We'll start with this in Florida. Okay, so for crime rates, I'm going to talk about one of my correlations here. Um, The poverty rate of Springfield, Missouri is at 21%. The poverty rate of Birmingham, Alabama is at 25.5%. The poverty rate in Port Sa- in Port St. Lucie, Florida, is at eight point three percent. It is on the Atlantic coast of Florida, north of Palm Beach. It just kind of seems like an area. It seems like like kind of going in on it. Um, there's a pretty good port there. Like, literally a port. Like, it's, it's got a, a code. It's on the Atlantic side? Yeah. Okay. Um, but beyond that, it doesn't have anything, like, that would... It's far enough away from anything that would make it bad, kind of in a way. Like, you're... you're Where is it in relation to Miami? It's north of Miami. Okay. Like, like, West Palm... Like, you got, like... Miami, you got like Fort Lauderdale, you got like West Palm Beach is the end of this like really metropolitan area mm-hmm. of along it. And then you have a like gap and then you have Port St. Lucia. Lucy. Lucy. Is it Lucia or Lucy? Lucy. Yeah. And then you don't really have anything. There's like nothing like there's some other small beaches and stuff like that. And you're a pretty good ways away from you get into Orlando. Like and Orlando's not on the coast. It's it's more inland. Um, I think it's Lake Okeechobee is right there to the, um, it does say the name of that lake, but I can see it. It's kind of like, 
it's in an area where you can get a lot of goods into it. And then again, I mean, it might be like this might be the major exporter from the U.S. to Puerto Rico. Maybe. Because uh, there's a weird thing about Puerto Rico where okay. we screw them. Where we own them, but we don't actually, but they no, don't. No, we own, we yeah, own, we it's own a territory of the we, U.S. But there's things that we don't, that they don't get. You can't ship directly to Puerto Rico. You have to ship it to the U.S. and we ship it to Puerto Rico. Oh. That's not cool. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> okay. So Puerto Rican, Puerto Rico doesn't get their own shit. Right. Like, like so you're going to ship it to somewhere in Florida. Right. To get it to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So all of their food, all of their, everything that they don't, like, export. And I think the crap they export, they have to ship to us before it goes anywhere else. Hmm. Like, we've definitely, like, been imperialistic toward Puerto Rico for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Make it a state or make it a freight. Yeah. Yeah, why don't they just... I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know anything about Puerto Rico. I don't want to talk about... I don't want to, like, yeah, step into digress because we're already, like, yeah. getting over time. I don't want to digress, and I also don't want to offend anybody. Okay, let's get it. <laughs> okay, so did you hear me talk about the poverty rates? Yeah. Okay, so poverty rates for Springfield and Birmingham, Alabama, really high. Mm-hmm. 21%, 25%. Uh, poverty rate for Port St. Lucie, pretty Very low. low. Eight, 8%. So, obviously, crime rate, poverty rate... Correlated. Yeah. Crime rate, poverty rate high, crime rate high. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, poverty rate low, crime rate low. Um, which is really unfortunate and, you know, obvious, but obvious and just sad. Because um, you have more desperate people. All right. The last one is average hours of sleep per night. Okay. Just, just hit it because I, I have Kay. no clue. You have no clue. The lowest, the city with the lowest average hours of sleep per night is Detroit. Okay. The one with the highest average hours of sleep per night is South Burlington, Vermont. Okay. Um, their poverty, Vermont's poverty rate seven percent, and Detroit's poverty rate thirty two percent. So obviously, like the the main correlation here is um, let me pull up my Excel spreadsheet and we'll go over it real quick. Okay. Um. So, it really revolves around poverty rate. Mm-hmm. Um, median household income and poverty rate has highly correlated, obviously. Um, that the higher your median household income, the lower the poverty rate is for that particular area, typically. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, let's see. Uh, the chart that I had... So you have some other stuff, and we can hit these correlations pretty quick, but do you want me to tell you what I see in correlation with this? Yeah. Okay, so areas with high population tend to have a lot of a lot more issues. Yes. So, like, you, you see, like, Fremont, California, a lot of these, these lower ones on the list, or higher ones on the list, the less stressed, um, higher income, lower poverty, lower in, uh, lower... Sometimes the, the, the housing is high, but that's just a, a product of, of shitty government, mm-hmm. not necessarily anything else, um, or allowing like bad practices in, in, um, in, in uh, 
in in real estate. But what you see is like cities that are good to live in tend to not be over 200,000 people. Right. Yeah, the correlation between population and stress level is pretty obvious. Okay. So that was the biggest one I saw. Like the, yeah. the, the biggest correlation I saw is like when you live in these major cities, you're going to have more major problems. If your cities are smaller and you're, I think your ability to give services to the people who live in that city are better. Absolutely. Yeah. And stress level to poverty rate, mm-hmm. highly correlated. Mm-hmm. Um, the higher the poverty rate, the higher the stress level. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, because that's, that's, that's pretty like, obvious. Yeah. I mean, like the more, the more poverty you have, it's going to bring crime. Mm-hmm. So your crime level is going to increase. Yeah. You're, you're probably going to decrease the property value because right. of the crime, mm-hmm. but you're also not going to have like, like a lot of job security either. Like, like nothing's good where things are poor. So, but you can't have a, a, a large population, like the, as you get larger populations, you have more more poor people. So basically what I'm saying is we have too many people. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, which, I mean, this could be a whole argument for, you know, continuing to keep legal abortion legal or safe abortion legal. Or the pills um, or whatever. Yeah, birth control, my God, yes. Every form of birth control should be available to everyone at any time. Um but it also can come into, like, immigration and how many people we let into this nation and all, all this other that stuff. That can be argued. Um, yeah. All right, so what are your correlation? Um, basically, you said basically everything. Okay. Um, the, uh, like, there's a direct correlation between median household income, average home price, and poverty rate. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the higher your household income, the higher your the home price, the lower the poverty rate. Right. Typically. typically. Um, New York is an exception to that. Um, but New York is very, very populated. Um, and it's all over the place. Yeah. And it's, it's extremely diverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't, like, if you got into, like, boroughs and stuff like that, that would be, like, a completely different story. Because mm-hmm. um, you can look at, like, Manhattan being, like, having more money than three of the, the other three borough, four boroughs combined or someplace like that, you know? Probably, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that, like, New York kind of becomes an anomaly, but we don't know the, we don't know the, the, the city limits of New, New York. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, yeah, like, basically it is, it comes down to the more money you have, the less stressed you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much. Which they say money can't buy happiness, but it is a tool to relieve your stress. Yeah, but Daniel Tosh, Tosh? Daniel Tosh says that money can buy a, a jet ski. <laughs> and have you ever tried to be sad on a jet ski? <laughs> no, you can't be sad on a jet ski. It's impossible. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, that the, the, the thing is, is like if you can live in a town that isn't like a, a city that is not massively big mm-hmm. and live in a city that has some like diversity but not like too extreme where your taxes are too high, I think you 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 end up in your like ideal situation. So you want good like quality of services, mm-hmm. but not to overpay for quality of services because you don't have too many people to pay for. Right. 
So yeah, uh, the Midwest is where it's at. I, I think what we need to do is look at going to smaller cities, mm-hmm. um, more spread out with good industry, good transportation. And once those are developed, we no longer like try to grow. Like we, we change our mindset as humans to not like have to like continuously grow. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's. Like if you could make a city that's 150,000 people in an area where you can get all your food and all your water and everything is taken care of and you can have in that area an industry that is enough to like export, you're perfect. What if we, so would it be possible to like, would it be possible? No, but if it were possible, could we like create a network of cities that didn't go over 150,000 and like all across the United States, like, like, it, like equally spaced out between yeah, like, that's, throughout the United States. Yeah, but you, you just have to, it, it wouldn't be equally spaced because like you look at an area like um, the mountainous West, we, in that area, you can't have like, it can't be self-sustained. Each of these cities have to be self-sustained. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, like in the Midwest, you grow a bunch of corn or whatever crops, and you can feed your city. Because first thing you got to do, like, based off of Farmville, <laughs> based off of Farmville, is, is feed your city or, or Age of Empires or whatever. You have to feed the people in the city, right? So basically, if you could space these cities out, and you didn't have these major population centers, and we didn't overpopulate the U.S. This not only through like birth rate, but immigration. Like we 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 just have to change our thinking on this. I think, in my opinion, like because I think we even at three hundred and thirty million people, we have too many people in the U.S. Mm-hmm. If you drop the number of people, everyone has better jobs. Everyone can contribute to society, and you don't have to worry about like trying to cultivate huge swaths of like. The, the 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 land to feed them. Mm-hmm. So millennials are doing this nation a favor by not having babies. Yeah, and Trump did him a favor by trying to cut down on immigration. <laughs> okay, we won't get into that. <laughs> that uh, that kind of hurt. That kind of kicked you hard, didn't it? Yeah, we won't get into that. We uh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're over. Time. We're over. So. We're done. So y'all be kind to each other. Hope y'all found that interesting. Um, listen and take care of each other. Yeah, and uh, we'll try to get these graphs up if we can. Yeah, we will. And uh, everyone be good. Okay, bye. Bye.